0: Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. It's the usual crew. I'm Caleb. We've got Adam, we've got Rhiannon, and we are ready for a week full of trailers. We have two trailers this week to talk about.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: At least? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, yeah.
0: and it's good because there wasn't hardly any news. So. <laughs> well,
1: there was some news.
0: Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna start out with a thing that just happened this afternoon as we're recording. Uh, apparently, Taika Waititi is being uh, pursued for a Star Wars movie. Oh, now, Adam, your outlet has suggested that could interfere with Thor Love and Thunder. Whoa. Do you agree? Hey,
2: uh, do you agree I'm... with your
0: compatriot? <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I you know me. I'm not the, the Star Wars. I don't think it would interfere. Um the the, the next dates we were going to get Star Wars wise were uh the D and D stuff, right? The uh Benioff and
1: Vice stuff.
0: Uh Oh I thought you meant not. there was a Dungeons and Dragons
1: uh, Star no, Wars. Movie no, no, the Game of Thrones guys were doing a <laughs> Star Wars
2: yeah. and they got the uh Netflix's biggest, uh, employees now, um, those guys, but now that that's canceled, I think the the earliest, I'll have to double check, I want to say it's 2022, it might be 2021, um, but I mean, I think they've made it pretty clear that at least the immediate future there, um, is, is TV, or or streaming, I guess, not TV, because, as we all know, our network TV is dead. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, need to make sense. I mean, it makes sense. Slowly winning this. That's great. <laughs>
0: who,
2: who doesn't want? Who doesn't want Taika Waititi? I mean, what? He just got six Oscar nominations.
1: Something like that. Jojo
2: Rabbit got six Oscar. nominations. Go
1: Jojo Rabbit! Yay
2: for uh, which is a Disney film. So why not? I mean, they could. Disney could hire Taika Waititi with six different studios and they would still be making Disney money.
1: I love Taika's range. You know, he does, like, his silly, ridiculous vampire mockumentary. And he does Thor Ragnarok. But also, like, Jojo Rabbit's one of my favorite movies right now. And, uh... Why not more Star Wars? I mean, his episode of The Mandalorian. Have you guys both seen his episode of The Mandalorian yet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the one I paid attention to. Like, it intrigued me.
0: And his character, I mean, IG-11, I feel like it's not over the top. Like, the risk with Taika is that he just, like, turned himself into a caricature, I think. Kind of Jim Carrey-like. Um, and I think he's done a good job of pulling back a little bit so that he does a variety of funny things instead of just, like, full-on zany all the time. So,
1: I think when he's getting to do all of these outlets, and he also has a TV show in development that I'm super excited about, um, it gives him a way he doesn't need to do all the zany in one thing because he'll get to go do something else tomorrow. Which, is, which does make it seem odd that he's willing to do these big blockbuster features
2: he said before he wouldn't mind doing a blockbuster and then something for himself i i didn't know he just like last week wrapped a movie with michael fassbender Ooh.
0: yeah that's what i was gonna say he works really fast too so like um he did uh thor ragnarok and then jumped into jojo rabbit and got that all done and turned around. And then developed and filmed this movie about the American Samoa soccer team, I guess it is, which is the Fassbender one. And I remember when they announced it, I'm like, well, he's got Thor Love and Thunder, but it wasn't a, I mean, he filmed that Fassbender movie in like four weeks, five weeks, something like that. All
1: while producing What We Do in the Shadows as a TV show. And he has this other Oklahoma TV show in the works. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And he's also, I'm assuming, having to do quite a bit of work because Love and Thunder, we found out this week, is starting in Australia in August, if they're still in Australia. so
1: Get it, Tyga, Get it, get it. It's
0: amazing.
2: Plus he acts. Didn't he just uh, sign on to something to act to? Oh, he was in Free Guy, but that's...
1: Oh, he's so, also in uh, a Suicide a Squad. Guy? But who knows? He's probably just cannon fodder. Oh, right. He's probably yeah. the first one that dies. Right. So,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, and like I said, it's, you know, I don't think this should get in the way of anything because also we do have a pretty firm August date for Thor love and thunder. I think, uh, filming in Australia, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard it seems like the fires have maybe delayed Shang-Chi some, but like, I'm really having a hard time figuring like, are there parts of Australia that people are still living and functioning, right? Like, it's not like, the entire continent is on fire. Just
1: the perimeter what? of the entire continent.
0: Which is right. bad, because that's where most of the people live, you know?
2: Right. Well, I mean, the, most of the fires were in the uh, Sydney area, right? Southeast. Okay. Which is where they are filming Shang-Chi.
0: Yeah.
2: I would guess that's most soundstage stuff at the moment.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it, It's interesting to see... Because Marvel's got two of these situations; they have the Australian fires for Shang Chi, and then they have the uh, Puerto Rican earthquake stuff, which has apparently made them reshuffle all their Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, shoots that they're going to do down there. So,
1: I do know a little bit about Puerto Rican geog- geography, and I tweeted this weekend when they were when there were some tweets about um, the Puerto Rican production going on hold that the earthquakes are kind of close; they're like right across the narrow part of the island from. Where they were planning to foam. So.
0: so, if you do listen from Puerto Rico or Australia, stay safe. I'm sorry what you guys are going through, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Stay
1: safe. Uh, Absolutely. I think Puerto Rico got a major disaster declaration, a federal major disaster declaration.
0: Okay. That helps bring in money and stuff, uh, I assume?
1: It helps, like, bring Rhiannon's to the island.
0: Okay. I was, yeah, I was wondering if we're. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I haven't place.
1: been sent to the island, but some of my friends have.
0: Uh, other news, I saw Spider-Man 3 uh, is going to start filming soon, with filming happening uh, in Atlanta and London? Or is that right? No, Atlanta and New York and Iceland, apparently. Adam, was that a a scoop for you guys, a comic book? Or I don't feel like I've seen anybody Uh, else talk about it.
2: This is the very first time I've heard of it.
0: Oh, okay. Brandon did it today. Five hours ago. Um, But yes, he said that they are going to Atlanta, New York, Los Angeles, and Iceland. So that's very interesting. It's my understanding Iceland can be uh, used for some pretty extreme looking geography for certain movies. So... Uh, that is definitely moving along though because it's due out next July, not this July but next July, so they've only got 18 months. It is kind of amazing how that Spider-Man hamster wheel never stops like Sony wants those suckers every two years and so it feels like Tom Holland just comes off media for one and they're already like spooling up to do the next one.
1: Yeah, but I mean but it's felt that way because he's been in the other movies too Yeah, like, he came off of Homecoming and, well, no, he came off of the in-game press and went right into Homecoming. And we actually, it's been a while since we've seen Tom. Without him being in the other movies, which we don't have any reason yet to believe that he's going to be in any of the other MCU movies, or any of the other Marvel Studios movies.
0: No, the contract was, Marvel is doing a third Spidey, and he will appear in one more MCU movie.
1: Okay. Right. Right. Hmm.
0: So, but but we don't know what that is. That could be in another three or four years, or that could be Black Panther two. Like we we don't or know Morbius. where they want to use it. Or it
1: could be in Black Widow. I mean,
0: be, being in Morbius would be another uh, another Sony movie. Would not be the same contract. So we'll we'll talk plenty about Morbius tonight. Fear you not, Adam.
1: Oh no! That little red eye staring at me is getting a little creepy. The little red eye. Do you not have the view of how we look to the people watching us on the live stream? There is a Morbius eye staring at me. I really hope everybody else can see that one.
0: Oh. Oh, I, I, I just see gray. That's fine. I'm totally okay with that. Uh, oh, Loki. They have moved up the filming of Loki, supposedly. that it will start here in the next week or two, I guess. So... Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's much to talk about there. That's the acceleration of the schedule, it seems like, continuing to happen.
1: I'm surprised it hasn't started Do yet. Do you know where they're filming it? Atlanta? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, because Atlanta Filming, at Atlanta Filming on Twitter, has continued to take pot shots at Tom Hiddleston for the last two weeks about his arrival.
1: Tom's really good at the secrecy. Like Tom, Tom has some just real no-nonsense approach to paparazzi, I think
0: um so
1: that doesn't surprise me
2: also he has virtually no social media presence right
1: loki um tom hiddleston yeah i mean he has he has a twitter and a instagram yeah he? he tweeted an instagram video of playing squash with charlie cox that um worth watching I mean for me, maybe not for you too.
0: <laughs> Along these lines, did you see my uh did you see my mention of you on Twitter today, Rhiannon?
1: No. no.
0: So, I, I, uh apparently Chip Sadarsky has decided that Daredevil fans should be called horny. Oh, I did see
1: that. I just didn't see my mention.
0: And then that Joe Casada should be called the big horny. <laughs> Sounds about right.
1: <laughs> I I am going to retweet that now. Yeah,
0: I just said, this is the most Rhiannon tweet I've ever seen in my life. Because it was Chip talking about Quesada, K- talking about Daredevil, and the word horny yes. was being thrown around. Yes. So.
2: You guys watched the uh, Chip's Tips video, right? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. That's the best thing Marvel. I
1: love ever Chip Zdarsky, y'all. I'm um, surprised.
2: Hopefully that's the... Uh, is this the restart of the mcu one shots or whatever <laughs> what the chips tips it was amazing yeah no, but they've, they've
1: been doing several funny videos like that like they had the one um chip wasn't in it but it had ryan panagos it was like back in november or whatever when they were talking about the january releases and they kept teasing foggy nelson number one. Oh yeah when they're like walking around yeah. in the office and stuff right yeah so they seem to be doing a nice little video series
0: this is brilliant if you make the marvel bullpen seem like like the most fun place in the world like oh man it'd be so cool to go there and hang out with all the guys like i feel like people want to buy comics more when that yeah collegial feel is there
2: until everyone finds out what all those Marvel people are paid and then they're like oh this is kind
0: of i've heard did
2: you see all that discourse this week all the no. discourse, how like they haven't been paid freelancers oh. as such. Oh, guess who started most
0: of it? Uh, well, Caleb did oh, see. I know Caleb Rob, can't see it. Rob oh. Liefeld, I'm sure yeah. he's the guy that started it. Which yeah, means it's not is. true because he's just a filthy bum. There was,
2: no, there was a lot of people that joined in on it.
0: Though. Rhianna, it sounded like you were going to say something far nicer. About oh, no, heard. no.
1: I mean, like, I, I know people that have, like, gone and interviewed at Marvel that, um, like, <laughs> and one person that is not in, I mean, like, not a big fan of Marvel, but a video editor type, and he was like, I went there and I felt like they were really upset that I wasn't really excited to be there. <laughs> but just, like, when you go there, you get paid in pure excitement, not you know, money. <laughs> like,
0: I've heard that, not so much the pay part, but I've heard that's kind of the, that way when you try to go to be a Apple Store employee. Really? That, like, half of the interview empl- process is just proving that you're more in love with Apple than the other people applying for the position. Oh,
1: that's funny. That's funny. I think I stepped inside an Apple Store once. It was scary.
0: Oscar nominations did come out, and <laughs> Avengers Endgame got... Yeah. <laughs> We will not let this devolve into a conversation about how annoyed we are about Joker. but Avengers Endgame was nominated for Best VFX. And at this point, it's kind of weird that the Oscars have never recognized Marvel for special effects, right?
1: At this point, it just has to be that the people in the Academy don't want them to have it. I mean, I, I, it seriously has to be like whoever gets the Oscar people are going to try to make that same thing later and they like don't want other creators to aim for whatever they do is that it
0: i'm telling you if irishman wins for best vfx for de-aging technology that's just the same thing marvel's been doing for years it's gonna be so annoying
1: yeah is that why the irishman got it
2: I didn't didn't pay attention to that category because Ad Astro wasn't even... Ad Astro didn't even get added to the uh, shortlist that came
1: out ahead of time. I think the Oscar nominations this year are BS. Except for Jojo Rabbit. Go Jojo.
0: You do kind of wonder at what point the Oscars just fade into obscurity. I mean, every year we all get annoyed by their sort of inability to notice certain kind of filmmakers. At some point, people just stop watching, don't they?
1: I mean, it's almost like we could create five other award shows that have different audiences and move to them.
2: What was your initial reaction? So they're going through best supporting actress and they say Scarlett Johansson. And were you like, boo? And then it said for Jojo Rabbit. And you're
1: like, yay. Uh, So I didn't watch live. Uh, I I work.
0: Ooh, shots Um, fired at him.
1: I worked a lot this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So when I later perused them and I saw Scarlett's name, I knew it had to be Jojo Rabbit because it had to be. But she she was nominated for actually two different things, wasn't she? Yeah,
2: marriage yeah, story as yeah, well. Yeah, which
1: you know, I like. I haven't seen that, but I saw some ScarJo fans like saying, "Oh my gosh, look at how long this monologue is. She had to memorize all those words. Give her an Oscar." And to which I say her fans, uh, those, those particular fans um, sound stupid to me.
0: All right, let's go ahead and move on to talking about the trailers. We will start with Black Widow. If you waited up for this, like me, you got very annoyed at how late into the evening they took it. I think the trailer finally dropped at like 11 o'clock during the national championship game. And we finally got a little look. Uh, at the movie Black Widow, a lot of the same stuff we've already seen, but there was some new footage. Did it move the needle at all for you guys? You know, Was it interesting, or what did you think?
1: Is it possible it moved the needle even more to meh?
0: Oh, no. Yeah, sure.
1: I'm, I'm in the same boat. Exactly. I... Okay, it's got Black Widow in it, we had the exact same line from David Harbour. Maybe a little bit more of him in the soup. We have explosions. We have running. We have fight, fight. We have, ooh, taskmasker. Um, like, meh. It felt very formulaic and meh.
2: My feelings towards Black Widow were almost tied directly to Morbius, right? Because you have the contingent saying how vanilla and blah that was. And then I don't know what I was expecting from Black Widow, but it was just like, I've seen these movies before. Nothing nothing stands out in terms of a, a super spy thriller thing, right? Oh man, bad Russians training people.
0: Right, yeah. Do you guys remember how uh, in Civil War, it felt like they were building up to like, oh, there's a whole battalion of Winter Soldiers for him to fight. And then Zemo killed them all. I remember like in the theater being like, oh, that would have been really stupid if it had been Cat versus like six Winter Soldiers, you know. And so and now this movie, I'm like, is this going to be Black Widow against like a dozen Black Widows like. That doesn't the biggest seem very interesting. thing to
2: with it, I mean, Marvel is so secretive, they don't show anything with the trailers, right? I mean, what, if you're not a Marvel fan, what are you getting from this trailer? There's a police chase, and there's a scary mask, dude. But there's nothing in terms of, I mean, what's it teasing?
0: Right, because even if, like, you have a Mission Impossible trailer, they usually try to show you some kind of like stunt that's like over the top. Like they show you like the beginning of the halo jump or something like they know they have to show you something new. This is just Scarlett Johansson jumping on a motorcycle and and driving away really fast. You know, like,
2: I don't know. There's virtually, I mean, what's the plot to this? I mean, are they, are they trying? I don't know. I guess what they're reuniting and, and something, something. And then, taskmasters involved i don't
0: know yeah and to be fair to marvel they've done a really good job of not oversharing. and the thing for them is it's been good for them to share less because they didn't need to sell infinity war they didn't need to sell um endgame to some degree like spider-man sells himself And Captain Marvel and Black Panther, those required a little more, but there was also sort of this pent up demand for a more diverse hero, you know, base. And so Marvel for a long time has gotten away with advertising by showing you little. And I just think that's biting them in the butt on this one.
1: I remember feeling meh for Captain Marvel in the first trailer too. I'm trying to remember because there's, this isn't the first time that it's come out and I've been like, okay, Whatever. Maybe I just need Jared Leto's muscle body to get me interested. Maybe I'm just that materialistic.
2: It is peculiar. I mean, I'm surprised they're going the route they are with Taskmaster. That was the other thing. I mean, they're like, oh, we got bad feedback last time. So what we're going to do, we are going to show more of the character this time. But it's going to be really dark, so you can hardly make anything out.
0: And I'm still not, so Taskmaster, you know, like, Copies the skills of the person they're against. I don't feel like that was all that visually interesting in this trailer. Like, to me, that power set, you need to find a way to, like, show visually in an exciting way. And maybe for some people it did. I just, I didn't really get that in this.
2: Like the Karnak powers, almost.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, not really, but okay. That would be something. (laughs) Well,
2: something. I mean, Similar, right? Uh, I mean, what, they showed us both, like, kick flipping off the ground or whatever, right? Flipping back up on the feet, I think, was the one instance we saw of it. I do like uh, Red Guardian's design's awesome. The white suits look dope. Um, And those people falling in the sky, shooting at scarjo those has to be Taskmaster people, right? Because they have the skull stuff, or... I don't know. That's the thing. I have zero idea what the heck this movie's going to be about.
0: Yeah, I am wondering like the white suit thing. I feel like that could be at the beginning of the movie or the end of the movie. Like it's, it could be a flashback to like their last mission together or it could be their first mission back together. The three, you know, Pew and her and Rachel Weiss, you know. The, uh,
2: prequel comic came out this week as well did i see that or is it coming out i saw something about a prequel comic and it was an actual prequel
0: i bought one prequel comic and swore i would never waste my money that way again
1: (laughs) do you feel like they did a disservice by not commenting anything at all at how they're going to tie this into the overall storyline like they made a little reference to her being on the run But I think it might have, like, some folks might have, I mean, your casual viewers might have had a different reaction if it had, like, started with a, I don't know, Clint saying, I'm so sad she's gone. You know, I don't know, something cheesy like that to give us the context of why we're revisiting her after she's dead.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they have a consequence problem with this movie. And people are like, well, they've done flashback movies before. Like Captain Marvel and Captain America First Avenger were were period pieces. And that's true. But when those movies came out, those characters were still alive and important to the main story of the MCU. You know, like yeah. Captain Marvel, sure, it was a flashback. But it also was introducing her before we knew she was going to come in Endgame and show up and do something important. And so that's a little different than Black Widow, who's not going to show up again. And, uh, you know, if there are things that are looking ahead to a Thunderbolts or whatever, I feel like they got to start dropping those hints or. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's Marvel. Maybe they'll just roll it out and the whole world will be really excited about it and it'll be fine. Uh, It just. Yeah, I don't think there's too much. They they leave it to be fair. They're doing the opposite of the Sony. They're at least leaving something in the tank. We don't feel like we've seen the whole movie, but
2: Oh, give me a break. Let's talk about that then. I thought it was a perfect teaser.
1: I liked it.
2: What did they what they didn't tell us what really Tyrese's deal? They didn't really tell us uh Matt Smith. We saw one shot of Matt
1: Smith. Wait, so if we're moving on and talking about Morbius
0: uh unless you have something else you want to say about Black Widow before we leave it. Do okay, we Okay, let's talk about Morbius.
1: Do we know they showed us like the whole movie or I mean, I sort of thought everything up until like the big surprise at the end could have easily just been the first act.
2: Can let's watch it. Can we see if this works? Let's watch it. We'll watch it as a
0: Okay. We do have to I believe if I understand the rules right, we have to talk as we watch as it. As we watch it? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, What do you mean? Uh, Every podcast I've ever listened to that watches trailers, like the big ones, they always talk through the trailer because they're not allowed to have the audio of the trailer in the pod. I guess I can cut it out.
2: Who says that?
0: Uh, They always do it on like Marvel Movie News and Collider and all those guys. Oh, We'll
2: we'll talk or something. It probably won't even work. It'll probably ruin the whole thing. So he's bully is this part of his origin? I didn't know if this was actually his origin or what. How he
1: was handicapped? I know nothing about the Morbius wor- origin.
0: I thought Morbius was all science. This seems to have some kind of like supernatural stuff.
1: Well, but this is a lot of science. That part
2: so that was Caleb's biggest criticism of the whole damn really? trailer was that Marvel no, the Marvel tagline that
1: Oh yeah.
0: From the studio that brought you far from home. Yeah, right. The same way that the yeah. Uber guy brought me my Uber Eats, you know, whatever.
2: So all, all they showed us so far is that he's studying bats.
1: All they've done is shown he's, that...
2: Okay, so he's got a handicap and he's studying bats.
1: I mean, that's the thing, like, that he was weak and then he becomes strong. It's like a Steve Rogers story. Right, I mean, we knew what was going to happen anyway. Except he's a little creepy.
0: And then he apparently goes to prison.
2: <clears throat> We're not there yet.
1: But, but he developed muscles.
2: You know what? He got big muscles. Oh, uh, Here's the part of Caleb hates from the studio that brought you. And we could talk about that because, I mean, they did pay for it.
0: It's like Leonardo da Vinci's patron suggesting that he brought Leonardo's painting to life because he paid for it. I
2: mean, what a it wouldn't have happened if you didn't pay for it. <laughs> See, we still haven't seen Tyrese yet. We
1: haven't seen Matt Smith. But we do have Jared Harris. That was nice. Like, they have a really good cast on this.
2: Spider-Man poster. Okay, so there's Tyrese and there's Matt Smith back to back.
0: And then there's the Michael Keaton stinger.
2: Almost. We haven't got the Morbius money shot yet. Which looks great, by the way. Which looks I really mean, good. That was good. I liked that. And then the stinger, the stinger nobody saw coming.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Do you think it's possible that that stinger is the also the post-credit scene of Morbius?
2: Sure. What happens if it is? Hell yeah, that's awesome.
0: It seems an odd time to reveal it, but...
2: So what did... He's sick, he's injured, he's handicapped, and he studies bats and gets powers from it.
1: And he can't really, really control the powers, like...
2: Right. He goes to a place. I mean, it sticks his hand underwater. Like
1: yeah, there's still a lot of movie left.
2: Uh, we can see
1: mostly left. just stuff from the first act, first third.
2: Besides the key to the
1: which is probably in the post-credit scene.
0: So, Rhiannon, let's talk about on a scale of just vampire movie. Like, if this was not a Marvel thing at all, what does this say to your vampire movie loving heart?
1: I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I watched Twilight. For, I I no, this was, I this got my excitement. I liked it. Yeah, it had nothing to do with it being a Marvel movie. Everything to do with it being like, the little sick kid that researches and accidentally turns himself into a vampire. Like, that's an angle I haven't seen yet. Let's go.
0: Oh, okay. So, like, the science vampire thing is new in the world of vampire. I don't watch any vampire New
1: to movies, me. So. I mean, I'm not saying I've, I've read all the vampires, but, like, I've read the pop culture ones. I mean, I've got some Anne Rice, some Sookie Stackhouse, and some uh, Twilight... And I feel like there's others that I've read. So, like, in that world, like, to me, it's an interesting angle of just creating, turning yourself into a vampire.
0: Uh, Adam, what excites you so much about Morbius? Because I feel like you are totally on board the Morbius movie now.
1: I am. I,
2: I'm on board with it. It's, it's it's one of those characters. It's insane to think we have a friggin' Morbius movie, right? I mean... W- what year would you have in two thousand eight? An Iron Man comes out. Your mind doesn't go to Morbius. Morbius is like the last one of the last characters. Maybe maybe before Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but it's just insane. We're getting a Morbius movie, and it doesn't look all that bad. I mean, I, people say it's boring. And it's blah 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 blah. But I think it looks decent. I mean, it's got my attention. It's a good tease um and if they did show all the movie in it then i'll be disappointed because obviously it's not a complete movie in the trailer um see it i mean that uh the the stinger at the end um that that's what really really set it over top
0: i'm kind of interested to see just what vibe they're going to take for morbius i felt like venom was hamstrung a little bit that like he had to be, like, this monstrous character, but he also had to be, like, likable and redeemable because he had to be the hero, right? Like, this is, to me, one of the challenges when you start one of these anti-hero movies is that you have to make them, like, feel edgy but also feel like the guy you cheer for at the same time. And so, like, there's times in this trailer where Morbius seems like he's, like, hunting people down to drink their blood And then other times where he's just a good guy who's gotten himself in a bad situation. And so I'm interested to see if they can get an interesting tone in this movie or if it's just going to feel like Whiplash, like, oh no, he's a terrible vampire, but he has a heart of gold. He sucks people's blood, but he also fights bad guys. Like, I I just, I worry about these things getting stuck in the middle when I can't tell. It's a lot easier if Morbius is the antagonist in a Spider-Man movie to me you
2: lost me there for a second. Because my mind was stuck on the Miles Miles Teller movie when you said (laughs) it reminds me of Whiplash. I'm like,
0: No, not like Whiplash. It it gives me Whiplash. (laughs) Not like Whiplash. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Now I understand
2: that. I'm like, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay.
0: Because I think I would have enjoyed Venom more if Venom truly felt dangerous and not like, Oh, a misguided, sweethearted reporter stuck inside a symbiote, you know.
2: Got the vibe for. I didn't think that they called made him into a sweetheart. Yeah, I thought letter.
1: he was still kind of a doof.
0: He wasn't a hate filled rage monster like Eddie Brock in the comics.
1: He'll get there.
2: I guess we'll see what they. Uh, man, if they butcher. They have one of the best castings comic book movies I've ever seen with Woody Harrelson and Carnage. So if they screw that up, maybe. Maybe I'll hate it. We'll see. Let's see see how it goes. I got confidence in Circus.
0: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing with this, is I just I don't have confidence in Sony on any of this until I see something I really like.
2: <laughs> and that's the other thing. I mean that's you get on Twitter and that's the huge thing. They always they pull out the S word. They say Sony, man. Sony, Sony, Sony. I'm not gonna go see it because it's a a Sony thing. I mean what have Morbius is still probably gonna make a decent amount of money. You know, it's not gonna stop them. Right? Venom 2's coming up and Venom 2's probably gonna make a lot more than Venom did.
0: I hope not, but we'll see. <laughs> I've I've lost this fight on the podcast. You guys both thought Venom was okay, so
1: what? I don't know oh, what to do. Oh. I liked it.
0: Yeah, I know.
2: I have a terribly low standard for movies. So if I think a movie is bad, it's probably, like,
0: unwatchable.
1: Because <laughs> I watch unwatchable I movies I mean, people. we're not going into it on the podcast, but you had a movie this week that you were dissing with me, that you and I were dissing on pretty, pretty it's well. It's so bad. It's yeah. very <laughs> bad. And it it's got an Oscar nominee. It's so <laughs> my taste.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. So, just so, you know, there's
1: an Oscar nominee Adam didn't like.
0: Yeah. It was nominated once or twice or 11 times, you know, somewhere (laughs) in in that realm.
1: Right.
2: Between, yeah. It wasn't the Irishman.
0: (laughs) So we were going to talk about, there's been a lot of talk about Sony and the MCU connectedness stuff this week because Michael Keaton is a pretty big get to be, you know, a major character in a MCU Spider-Man movie that's now apparently going to be in Morbius and people did not see that coming. Uh, Also we saw a poster that had of Spider-Man that had the word murderer over it, which seems to suggest it's tying into far from home. Uh, oddly enough, they chose art that looked like the Raimi suit from a PS4 game, which seems like a very odd choice for that. Uh, and so there's been lots of talk about Sony and MCU and how this is going to work. Um, are you guys feeling okay with the amount of connectivity you saw in this trailer to the MCU or does it make you nervous or what do you, what's your, your feeling right now on it?
2: Let's okay. Let's get the PS4 thing out right out of the way. So chances are, and this is the, the, the big optimist inside me, right? I mean, it was filming with under the old deal, right? So Sony probably likely had, this in their predetermined folder of assets, right? And they're like, okay, well, we've already gotten cleared. We can use this. Let's print the poster out and slap it up on the wall. We don't have to go through the, the Marvel Studios clearinghouse. That's what the optimist inside of me says, right? So maybe they'll digitally alter it by the time it releases, which they should have been able to do by the trailer. So I don't know. Um... Let's let's do a multiverse, man. Why not? Why can't this be one of the Earths in the multiverse? Who's it harming? If this is connected to the MCU and it's the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, who's it hurting if there's this little corner that does D and E list Spider-Man characters that Tom Holland appears in every four movies?
0: Yeah, no, I'm pretty much with you. Like I said last week, I don't really care if Spider-Man shows up in Morbius or Venom 2. And I don't even care if it's Tom Holland. I don't care that Michael Keaton does. As long as that's the flow of the traffic, as long as MCU stuff shows up in these Sony movies, that's fine with me. Because at least in my brain, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, oh, yeah. There's a quibill, you know. There's a quadrillion different multi, you know, um, alternate universes, and so there's a universe that looks a lot like the MCU and is almost a facsimile of the MCU, except for Venom and Morbius exist in it, and that's fine with me. Like I don't, I don't see that as a problem. But
2: why not? Why not the other? One? Because I mean, then it taints the good one. The
0: good one needs to stay no, pure. Well,
2: oh, oh, so for saying we have another portals moment in end game, that does it not make sense to put everyone they can in there? I mean, can you imagine Venom coming through one of those ew.
0: things? That would be ew, nuts. Ew, Wait, ew. Ew, why? 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 why?
2: It's one shot of you him know, hopping out of a portal and you don't see him the rest of the Because it's like
0: going to a three-star Michelin restaurant and then somebody puts a Chicken McNugget on your plate. Like, no, thank you. I'm here for the good stuff, not for the crap stuff.
2: So I I, I don't get the logic. I mean, Jane Foster was in Thor and Thor 2 and she's coming back and what? Well, you're probably all right with that, Because right?
0: it's all the MCU. The MCU continuity must be... Maintain.
2: But so if we go to a multiverse though, that you can't have that then. I mean it's the multiverse. It's it's a two lane road, man. A two way road. It's you can't what, so now you're gonna walk out of Avengers Secret Wars because Venom pops his head out and slaps an alien in the face for three frames?
0: We'll get to it. I don't think Fagi will let that happen. We should let Rihanna talk, however. I'm sure she has many wonderful thoughts on this topic.
1: Well, I mean, Feige, like you said, wouldn't let it happen unless it provided value to the story. I mean, that's his line that he always gives. You know, I'll do whatever as long as it provides value to the story. So, what... I can't imagine a story that needs a Venom, a a Feige story that needs Venom... Be emboldened. The thing is, though, I mean, Venom, I don't know about Morbius, but by throwing Venom on the West Coast, is Morbius going to be on the West Coast? Like, by doing that, they can be connected enough where, like, people in New York don't give a shit what's going on out in Seattle, but Seattle could be having Spider-Man up on the walls and stuff. They're just glad that they didn't get, you know alien invasions. Um, so I can see them being related. I don't see a reason. I mean, but I, we don't see a lot of things coming in, in these movies where you would wear a venom popping up or, I mean, I, I could see more Morbius being somehow or more important when you're looking at Blade on the horizon. Like, Are we going to have competing vampire uh, mythology? Are we going to have competing? Are are we supposed to believe that there's two different vampires wandering type people or vampire type people or whatever wandering around the U.S. and they don't know each other? Like to me, there's some story reasons that Morbius could pop up, but Venom seems superfluous unless he becomes like a legit serious scary villain. Then let him come eat Iowa and then Clint has to shoot arrows at him
0: like I'd like to see a Kevin Feige produced and worked on Venom story and I don't care as much about like Morbius but even then like if I knew that Kevin Feige was like intertwining his version of Morbius into a Blade story that to me is a really exciting idea because I trust him as a storyteller But, like, I didn't like Venom. At all. I just... It wasn't, to me, the character to make a a Venom divorced as Spider-Man just doesn't... And, you know, I get that characters get tweaked. That's fine. I'm not trying to fuss about... You have to be super comic-specific. But, I mean, the core of Venom is that it's a character that is born out of its hatred for Spider-Man. And to create him in a world where there is no Spider-Man, just... It's silly. So... You know, I would love to see Venom, but I would like to see a Venom that's designed by the people at Marvel Studios and is written by Feige and his crew, not this lobster tank jumping marble, mar- like mixed up mess that Venom was. So I guess that's my biggest thing, Adam. Is like, I maybe I don't even care if there's a multiverse crossover as long as there's a opportunity for mcu versions of this character that i trust in the hands of feige and company way more than i trust in the hands of sony
1: okay but it's in the hands of sony so we're getting what we're getting
0: (sighs) yeah i know
1: and adam and i enjoyed venom so if we had gotten this morbius trailer and it had had legit marvel studios as the tag would you seeing the exact same trailer what would you be feeling
0: It's interesting. You know, like, this probably isn't fair to the conversation. I don't feel like we see the same trailer if it's Marvel Studios. But because like some of it is it feels like with Venom and Morbius, Sony is trying to be a little edgy, right? Like they're trying to go for like darker, more violent, scary, like tone, right? Or am I crazy
1: in, in that? Marvel Studios gave us a very boring trailer this week. They, I mean,
2: they've got to, to, to set them apart because then if they didn't, they'd be like, oh, they're just trying to copy the tone of the MCU. I mean, they did give us that comedic one lighter in the trailer. I mean, Keaton was in there and that wasn't really a, ha-ha, oh, you gained weight or you got fat.
0: Right. Or,
2: or who the hell are you guys or, or whatever, you know? Um, that's the thing, man. I, I don't get it. Sony gave us probably two... Uh, I mean, Spider-Man 1 and 2 are two of the best comic book movies ever made, right? You could survey what 100 comic book fans, and they would have... How many of those 100 fans would have Spider-Man 2 in their top three or five? Most of them, if
0: not all 100. Not all 100. I would certainly not be one. Okay. Those movies are... You wouldn't put Spider-Man 2 in uh, your top those five. those movies are so overrated. But anyway.
2: I don't know. I would take Spider-Man 2 over Iron Man.
0: Yeah, I probably would too. But I don't love Iron Man, so. I mean, the problem... The thing with the... The problem with those Raimi movies is they're a fake world. Like, it feels like you're watching a cartoon. Like, he he had this weird, stylized, like... I don't know. It's this version of New York that doesn't exist. That's like kind of retro and like, it's fine. I just, I much prefer like the current Spider-Man movies that you have a kid who actually looks and feels like a modern New York teenager, you know? So, I mean, it's fine, but also are we really arguing that Sony is a capable studio because of movies that they produced 15 years ago?
2: I'm just saying that there's this this bias out there because of what, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and, and Venom?
0: Because of Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Venom. Yes. And the leaked emails that showed that they had an Ant May spy movie um, being put together.
2: But the, that's the thing. It all ties back into, into a bias of sorts. If, if we saw... Can you imagine them saying, hey, Marvel Studios says, hey, we're going to do this interconnected universe and we're going to do Guardians of the Galaxy, Shang-Chi, um, the Eternals, right? Can you imagine seeing a leaked email like that in 2008? You'd be like, what the... What the hell? I want zero But, but to me,
0: it's movies. all about trust, right? So, like, I, for a long time, thought DC movies were just... Well, For a long time, I loved them, right? The Christopher Nolan Batman series. I'm like, wow, these are really good. And then they made, like, Green Lantern. It was like, ugh. And then they did the DCEU, which I thought stunk, until Aquaman and Shazam. And I actually have some, and and Wonder Woman. Like, I actually have some faith that Wonder Woman 84 is going to be pretty good because DC's put out three good movies in a row. Sony has not done a good live action Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 2 like it's a long time ago and so to me that's the thing is it's just track record I really I'm not trying to just be unfair to Sony it's kind of like you know I don't know put up or shut up like Fox I was mixed on because at least you got Logan and Deadpool which were good movies I just have not seen something good out of Sony live action a long time so that's, that's where the concern is for me
2: so are you going to give Morbius a chance or not? Because what happens if Morbius
0: is is decent? I'll see it. And if it's good, I mean, I'll feel probably a lot differently about things. Some of it, too, is I don't trust Jared Leto at all. You know, like, this is, a, uh, this is an example of an actor that I despise at a studio I despise doing a franchise thing I'm very uncomfortable with. So, like, it really makes it a very hard hurdle to... I mean,
2: he's a decent actor outside of the Suicide Squad stuff, which was hardly his fault.
0: Uh, maybe. Or it was all his fault. <laughs> Depends on how, be, how you look at that production.
2: Considering he wasn't the only thing wrong with that movie, I don't know.
0: But he was crazy, Adam. If somebody sends you a used condom in the mail, there's something wrong with them. He
2: sent. I heard used yes. condoms. I heard snakes. No, or the
0: story. Some of the stories were like at least uh, what appeared to be used condoms in the mail because he's the Joker man and he's a he's a method actor. He'll wow. get
1: over it. I wonder what they sent him for Dallas Buyers Club.
0: Right, used yeah, needles. bloody like, needles
1: dude. or what? Don't be creepy, people. Don't be creepy.
0: Don't be creepy. Even if you're a method actor, you don't need to be creepy. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the Michael Keaton thing is all about? Like.
2: Do so you bust them out of jail. It's totally a Sinister Six setup or something.
0: Do you think it's for MCU Sinister Six or is it for a Sony is hoping to make their own Sinister Six
1: movie? Sony's hoping to make their own Sinister Six movie.
2: They've been vocal about that and they've said that they even uh, recently, maybe as the Venom press tour stuff, they said that they they still hope to get that done.
1: Do you think they had access to Keaton's character before they made the deal to have the third Spider-Man movie?
2: I think they would have had to. But I, see, that's the I don't know. I mean, this is something that they could have filmed on a stage or something real quick
0: like. The other thing is we keep talking about permission. I don't think we really know what they do and don't even need permission for. Like, there was talk back at the holidays that That Marvel agreed to allow Tom Holland to be in, you know, Venom 2. I don't think Disney... Yeah, I don't think they have the right to. I think Sony can put him in if they want to. And so I don't think that... Like, why would Kevin Feige have any right to tell Michael Keaton he can't be in a Sony movie?
1: Well, but I think they... I I mean, yes, it probably comes down to what studios own what characters. But Sony... They could maybe put Vulture in one of their movies, but they couldn't throw Iron Man in,
0: right? But I, I would assume they own Vulture as he's a Spider-Man villain. And Keaton, if we understand the contract right, Keaton signed a deal with Sony to make Far from Ho- or to make Homecoming, not with Marvel, right?
1: All right, so Marvel. When I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, who knows how complex the contracts are? As far as you know, okay. Marvel Studios will create this movie, but everything, all, you know, all the characters that are in here can only appear with Marvel Studios' blessing. Yeah. Or something.
2: If anything, it's probably more difficult to do what they want now under the New Deal now that Disney's paying more. Right? They probably were like, ah, oh, we'll just put Keaton and Morbius. And tease this one thing that will now never happen because Marvel now gets some say because Marvel is paying some towards the Spider
0: Man movie. So let me ask you guys if there was down the road a Sinister Six movie with Venom and Morbius and Vulture and Scorpion and Carnage and somebody else, like. And they're like, I guess, an anti-hero team or like a suicide squad kind of thing. That sounds exciting to you?
1: Sure.
2: Wait, so repeat the villains again? I I mean, are you saying like Michael Keaton and Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Woody Harrelson all on the same cast? Like, sign me up. I'm there.
0: It's interesting because we talked about this a little bit on Twitter this week. To me, the Sinister Six is always like the colorful, a little bit goofy 60s villains like Mysterio and Vulture and Sandman and Dr. Octopus and Chameleon. And like Morbius and Venom are more like moody 70s, 80s villains in my mind, you know?
1: But not in the movies. Well, I mean, Morbius looks moody, but Venom is pretty campy. Yeah, you did use the word "campy," and
2: Venom's the campiest <laughs> of them
0: all. I guess so. At
2: least in live action. I mean, live action Vulture's completely different. Well, to uh, to more degrees, probably to all
0: degrees. Then, like, the, you're talking about then um, the comic book version, right? Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's I don't think who was the original Sinister Six. Right? It's Mysterio and Vulture
0: uh doc ock and uh,
2: electro doc ock
0: i want to say sandman was in the original sinister six
2: now are they going to like actually redo the elementals like are we going to get a legit hydro man at some point or is that all we have seen a hydro
0: well it's interesting the more success sony has it's like how far do they go you know like at what you know at some point do we see like Do they finally get back to that... uh, What was the movie they said that Spike Lee was working on? Night Watch. Night Watch movie, you know? Like, does that come back around? I just think to, like, Spider-Man the Animated Series, uh, Rocket Racer, guy that, like, goes around on, like, a... I don't know, nuclear-powered, like, skateboard or whatever. Like, it would seem that Sony would be running out of options pretty quickly, but... How they haven't started on a Black Cat movie, to me, that is the most obvious play for them, but...
2: Well, they did start on and it. And then
0: dumped it, yeah.
2: Someone said it was ter- getting turned into a TV show. I think that was on a Patreon that I paid a dollar
0: to see. Okay.
2: I don't remember who's. One of the scoopers that charges a buck. Do you,
0: do you get better scoops for the buck than you get on Twitter?
2: No, because they usually tweet it, then embed the tweets in Patreon and <laughs> stuff. Which is a real stupid <laughs> business move. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do?
0: let me ask this question as a closer. We've talked about how complicated the MCU is. Does this threaten to like continue the complication where your friends like, Oh, is this one of those MCU movies? You're like, well, kind of, it's an, you know, like, does it just add a level of complexity we don't want or need? Or is it just whatever at this point?
1: And we're talking about just like Morbius.
0: Just like the idea of these movies that are somehow, like, yeah, like Morbius, that are kind of connected to the MCU, but not really.
1: So, I hang out with smart people. Uh, they, I don't know. No, they, they're they actually probably more likely to ask me about it. Because on the surface, it doesn't look like it's related at all. It just has that Marvel tag on it, which is on some other stuff that you wouldn't think um but i don't know i think the tone is so different that people aren't confused but dude some people are confused by like canned tuna i mean people are confused easily yeah
2: what's the deal with canned tuna anyways
0: they the the, the, the tuna are the dolphins are born into the can and then they live their whole life there and then when they die they chop them up and turn them into tuna
1: and then they call it chicken of the sea so is it chicken or is it tuna
2: I mean, I don't want to eat chicken out of a can either.
1: So. Is that
0: was that Jessica Simpson's big thing?
1: <laughs> it was. Pierce Why do they call it? Or no, it was Jessica Simpson. I, I think was Jessica like, Simpson. I was like, oh my god, they're too young to get this reference.
0: Oh no, I remember that. I mean, Adam's too is young to chicken? get that reference.
1: But...
0: Is, or it is it tuna? chicken? Who's or
1: Jessica did? Simpson?
0: I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you just be whelmed? <laughs> That's 10 Things I Hate About You. Love oh. that movie. Yes. Alright, uh, let's jump to the mailbag. Uh, Love Waffle is spelling WandaVision with a special O just for you, Rhiannon.
1: Aw, thanks guys.
0: And uh, it was his opinion that, that WandaVision is probably why Doctor Strange uh, 2 lost Erickson. He probably signed on to it with understanding where they wanted to go. Um, and then he found himself at the back end of a story, which he didn't really have control of. Can't blame a guy for leaving a project. Uh, he kept moving away from something he wanted to make. They experimented to tie TV series into Marvel movies is off to a great start. <laughs> um, and I feel like, I mean, there's been lots of speculation online, but it does feel like that WandaVision piece weighs pretty heavy over that whole Derrickson thing. Doesn't it? Like with... With a little more retrospection, like... It's got to have messed with it somehow. Uh, Do we have any tweets this week? I know Michael T. Ford tweeted us a little bit about... uh, He mentioned that they did try to make a Star Wars show on ABC. uh, Which I knew that they had talked about, but it never got off the ground. Which, you know... Because they didn't want to make one. But, anyway... (laughs) No, I'm saying... I'm just saying that the guys at Lucasfilm and Marvel do not want to deal with, with ABC, but we'll see.
2: I mean Lucasfilm can't even make movies, so <laughs> it's, that's
1: probably how uh, I mean Michael T. Ford thinks that like Feige will be able to smooth over smooth over where Loeb had hurdles, but I I mean we'll see. I mean I think that's what we'll we'll have to see. Like, is it easier for him because he's the almighty Feige? Or is he just merely a mortal that will have to go over the same hurdles like everybody else does? I think like a hundred podcasts ago, we did one that's like, is Feige mortal or something?
0: Fallible, I believe. The word, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's an interesting question for ABC. If they went nuts and actually spent $5 million an episode on a 10 episode miniseries of Marvel would it be a good investment for them?
1: Sounds so, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it feels like right now a lot of network TV is small ball game where, you know, they're like the, it feels like network TV is the Oakland athletics of entertainment. They try to buy and make stuff as cheap as possible and then hope they turn a profit off it. And that's why we have so many reality shows and, you know, Game shows and junk like that on network TV these days. And it'd be interesting if somebody took the opposite tactic and they're like, okay, we're going to be the Yankees of TV. We're just going to spend so much money on a network show and try to make it as big as, you know, the biggest thing possible. Is there money to be made that way by becoming the biggest event on TV? And I'd be fascinated to see how that works, you know?
1: That's I appreciate you using baseball metaphors since I've decided that football no longer exists. Uh, Thanks. But I don't get them. I like the pastrami at Mets games. So, good Mets. Oh, yeah.
0: They have good pastrami at the Mets games?
1: Delicious pastrami.
0: Oh.
1: Like to turn into the Marvel food desk. Um, <laughs> I had the pastrami at the Mets game the same week as Cat's Deli. Yeah, And it may be that at the Mets game, like, there's so many less people that I was able to be like, give me all the burn-ins. And it was, like, hands down way better than Cats.
0: No way.
1: I mean, and like I said, it could be that I was able to get just, like, right. all the burnt-ins, which I'm all no. about. Uh, but Cats
0: is, like, over on the Lower, lower East side, side, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I love that
1: place. It's the When Harry Met Sally Deli. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The pastrami at the Mets Games. Oh I, I I mean I don't know. I mean like I'm a southerner so I like my stuff saltier, so it could be like all that seasoning that I got by it being the burnt ends, but it was juicy and and delicious and I will go to a Mets game anytime to eat pastrami.
0: So going back to Katz's real quick, they have a beer now, I think it's Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah. That does a specific one for them to go with the pastrami sandwiches. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's like a brown, brown
1: lager. Oh, I like Brooklyn lager. But, huh. I'm I'm really only going to go to Cats now if somebody is like just wants to go there for tourist reasons. Otherwise, if I want pastrami, I will wait until baseball season and go to a Mets game. (laughs)
0: That's amazing. That's so awesome.
1: It's it's delicious.
0: Adam, you got to come to New York, man. There's Not only can we all hang out, but there would be such good food things to do. Oh,
1: my God. We would get so fat. Oh, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We'll uh, be next, back next week. We'll talk about something.